That was the worst. Our guest is late. The worst thing that's ever happened. I spilled weed everywhere, all over my desk. I had to use a little vacuum to clear it up. It was terrible, let me tell you. I've seen Titanic twice, and this was the worst disaster I've ever seen in my life. Have have I told the story about the time when I saw the Titanic? Like the Titanic or Titanic? (laughs) The original. The movie, uh, when I saw Tatank, um, it was in my, in my film. Of- <coughs> oh, Cole, you smoked a little too much weed. And now we both see a guest on the pod. I've been here the whole time. I've just been waiting so long to speak for the dramatic reveal. Wow. Oh my god, Cole is still laughing. Joined here. Who do we have here? We know him as uh, Allison's boyfriend, and uh, uh, we get him. He's drinking a Lacroix, a passion fruit Lacroix at that, and he's passionate about more than fruit. Let me tell you, my it's almost beer o'clock in the tally household of one. I was playing video games thinking that um, 7.30 was the time and then Aww. 7 was the time and my phone is always on silent. And then I started getting calls. And well, I, I figured it was on do not disturb because I went mm-hmm. straight to voicemail. Yes. So I called again. Yes, which was good because then it started buzzing and I was like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so, Where are you playing? Admittedly, at least I'm not as late as Maya was to oh. the DC pod. <laughs> How late were they? Um, I don't remember, but it, it was like a, they had completely forgotten, and um, maybe not completely forgotten, but we're we're like in the midst of something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Smoking weed. Yes. <sighs> begun though. We had we just got off to a late start, so in some ways, I have I have certainly whiffed the start time of the meeting. So I apologize. We started recording like thirty seconds before you entered. No, <laughs> I was hoping it'd been it been going for a while. I was um, joking about doing that, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hi. Hello. Great hi. to have you on the show. Great to be here. Okay, we're, there are two things. Yes. First, everyone who's on the show as a guest has to sing a song at some point. Doesn't have to be right now, but you will have to sing a song. Okay. And second, how the hell are you? How the hell are you? I'm good. Um, I've been in Davidson for less than a week, but basically it will be a week by the time classes begin. Um, It's been sort of a weird few days. I've gotten a lot of like logistical e stuff done, but at the same time, it's I've felt stressed about the start of classes and not relaxed the entire time. So, yeah, there are pluses and there are minuses, but but yeah, um, that's me. You live alone in your little apartment. I live alone. How is it? How's your apartment? It's nice. I'll give you, you want to give you a tour? <laughs> you the floor and describe it for those of us at yeah. home. Okay, well, so. Podcasting is a visual medium. So, um, there's a wall. Um, we, have a, we have a lovely blue couch covered in blankets and coats. Yeah. We have some toolboxes. Oh, nice. We have my desk featuring my sewing machine. Oh, where I attend cool. my lovely like virtual cool. classes. Um, in the middle of the, the living room area near the couch, we have a... a coffee table purchased off Facebook marketplace for a mere $40. Ooh, thank you. Mark. Um, and then we have uh, a chair over here Ooh. to complement to fit sort of round out the room. Ah, 
We um, see the food, the food lab by uh, J. Kenji Lopez Alt. Yes, uh, a classic read. Classic. One of my one of my good friends when I met him. Very you met him? It was. It was I'll, I'll tell a story after you give us the tour. Or is that? Okay. The um, I'll show you the kitchen. So here we have the kitchen. It's very large. My favorite part of this apartment. Oh, I have a giant island. Um, I have my coffee grinder still out over in the distance. Nice. My uh, orange French press filled with utensils and my uh, wall poster, which I think looks cool. So. <laughs> you respect the law so much, as we know. Yeah, I, I love the law. I am the law, in fact. Incredible. You know that Worth and I have plans to go to law school together? Yeah. <laughs> Me, Allison, and M are all living together in Durham. We're going to get one giant house. Not giant house. One two-bedroom house. I thought you were going to say one giant bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 we're gonna get a um what are they called like super kings the one even yeah, bigger than the california king. king no no there's an even bigger one the, the kings are too big i think monarchy is an outdated concept in the society okay yes but admittedly the the really big ones the only way i know about them is because of tiktoks of people saying we're getting this but it's for like orgies oh yeah um, it's actually short for big big king yeah BB King, um, riddle me this, twin bed, double bed. Theoretically, they should be the same size, right? Why is twin bed? Because surely if it's twin, that's like the same as double. I agree with you. When I was doing my, my like shopping for college sort of shopping, I did not know anything about bed sizes and I was very confused. So was I. But I also feel like the entire mattress ind industry is very um like designed to confuse so it's somewhat unsurprising given the product bastards big mattress uh, but yeah. and we'll cut to an ad break of casper mattresses <laughs> yep, that's that's where i was going with that yeah. Yeah. Cool. great mimes cole what beer are you drinking this is victory Oh, I love that. That's why I asked. I thought that was what it was. Really? You like this one a lot? It's okay. Have you gotten the, um, the multi-pack? No, I actually got a couple. I made my own six-pack at the supermarket. Lovely. And I got a couple of victories because it's a nice local beer. Um, yeah, although I don't love theirs. There's a sour that I used to like, and I'm actually more into the Brooklyn Bel Air sour. Which is I love the Brooklyn Bel Air sour. <laughs> yeah, then the Sour Monkey. The Sour Monkey? Mm. Sucks. The sour monkey tastes like us. Yeah. Don't say that because Allison likes it. So then when I go to Boston and we get the multi-pack with 15 cans, three of each kind, uh -huh. it, it, currently it's even on what we like, but now it, well, the, that, yeah. The Brooklyn multi-pack has a beer made for gay people. The Stonewall IPA is the first beer made that gay people can drink without any fear of, you know, the beer being what's the word homophobic to them when you yeah. as opposed to naming it after the confederate general that i am related to by blood oh. no, not by blood by marriage rather you married a confederate general but i'm i'm related to i i am related by marriage to the one and only stonewall jackson oh no i didn't oh. know that carol's um my mom's um dad but like not my great like the granddad we saw less because her mom got divorced and got remarried and the main grandfather was the the step her stepdad wow but her dad um was a bit of a like family tree nut for a bit um and and yeah 
it's a fun thing to know. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say uh, the next beer that Brooklyn makes is going to be just like a little too comfortable. Going to be like, hey, you little Epsler. <laughs> oh my God. The beer. <laughs> and that's obviously going to be a wit because uh, that's the gay beer. A wit beer? Why is a wit beer the gay beer? Because Walt Whitman. Oh, okay. I buy it. It's sweet. What if they called it the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> type of beer beginning with T. I was going to do the twink something, but I can't find a kind of, I don't know, just the, the twink IPA. It's not must be the Saison of the twink. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yep. Um, so worth what, what what school like what classes are you taking how's that all going my classes have they're beginning in earnest on monday well for me tuesday because i have no monday wednesday Woo. or friday classes um i do have a full-time internship though beginning on monday at the same time so See more about that later after classes yeah i'll return to that so classes i'm taking a russian class um i've realized i have a project for him over the summer um <laughs> I'll say more on that later. Um, I'm taking chemistry of dyes and powders. Huh? I said stop saying more later. (laughs) Say more, just just say it. Oh, I I, I gotta gotta stay on track, you know. Yeah, yeah. So chemistry of dyes and fibers. Um, It's gonna be fun. I might do some dyeing some fibers, you know. Dye, at least on pod. It's one of those like, you know those classes that are like restricted to non-majors so that then the bozos can take them like me? Um, that's what I'll be doing. They yeah. called it perspectives in biology for us, but we called it mm. perspectives in varsity athletics because it was most of, it was 90% of the class was a, a jock. Yeah. I got fucked over because I took chemistry in everyday life. And not only was it a real chemistry class, yeah. I also had to write a 10-page paper about the chemistry of light. Mm. <laughs> they were like, this is for humanities majors. Yes, you have a final exam, but also. Uh, I'm hoping mine is not like that. The teacher seems fantastic. Yeah. Like, truly great. Um, like, both like aggressively trying to not aggressively in a bad way but like certainly trying to create like a good classroom environment from the start and then also um she is super organized her moodle page is like exquisite it has all the like drop down like menus where it's like a a toggle menu incredible um so i'm taking that and then lastly i'm taking um emotional community in medieval iberia Ooh. for my spanish major nice interesting yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna be some really old stuff we're reading yeah yeah but it's gonna be emotional yeah and we're gonna be making community um, what was the thing the, the most recent more later oh um that was over the summer i'm doing a russian immersion thing at middlebury um oh, fun. my uh crush did that at one point 
so I'm going to, I will be unable to communicate with Allison because we're not going to be able to speak in English the whole time. So I'm going to be playing a fun game of um, <laughs> M gets to be Still my there? translator. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> That's funny. So you'll both be in Vermont over the summer? Yeah. Hers starts way earlier though. Yeah. Um, I think, like, so it was originally only had to be 11 weeks, but then after she had gotten it and talked about dates a little bit with them, um northeastern said hey sorry um it actually has to be 15 weeks now starting this summer so she um she will be there starting i think like mid-may or something um but i will probably go hang out with her a bit before it begins i'm planning on driving up to vermont um and then driving back down and it's going to be fun to drive back down because i get done with that on the 20th and davidson classes begin on the 23rd Ooh. Of August. Nice. It's going to be fun. You yes. go see my sister, who also might be in Vermont. Really? I don't know. She's in Vermont currently. I don't know if she's going to be there through the summer, but likely she's in Burlington. Oh, okay. We're up north. Cole, we got to do a Vermont trip. With we got to do a Vermont trip. Yeah, no, Emma keeps saying to come and hang. I'm coming with you. Place. They got a cat in their apartment. Nice. What is she doing there? Uh, so she technically, she's on her third year of uni in England, which is, uh, and in her course requires a year in industry or an internship. And she has an internship with a lab in Boston, um, but it is entirely digital. So she is living with her girlfriend who goes to the University of, Bur- of Vermont in Burlington. Oh, I think it's cool. That was, I, I applied to the University of Vermont early action. Oh. I was like, shit, what if I don't get in anywhere? And I, they have a good art history program. Cool. Fun. Um, so what is your internship this semester then worth? I'm, giving- I'm interning at a think tank in DC. <laughs> big think. Oh. My mind will be so big. Oh, it's going to be mega mind. Oh, I, I will learn to think. You're going to think so much for it. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the thinking going on at this tank? Is it the Inter-American Dialogue? It's like, it's actually somewhat cool. And like, I think as far as think tanks go, not politically awful. Um, the, um, relative scale. The, yeah, it's definitely a relative there. The, um, it's, it's focus is on like relations between the U.S. and Latin America. And the, um, it's like, they're like member people who are all like i don't know diplomats and stuff like all we have all of these former latin american presidents who are members of this thing um and all of the like the board and stuff it's like half and half so like there's like two chairs of the board and like there's the american one and then the like i think there's i think the other one's from bolivia um and then it's the same thing for the co-chairs wow it's kind of cool um I'm reading about their Venezuela working group. Yes. Seems, uh, yes. Anyways, um, well, that's one of my 2021 goals is I want to read uh, Open Veins of Latin America. Wow. Um, which, have you read that worth as a... No, I've heard of it, but I've not read it. I haven't read it either. Uh, famously, uh, what uh, Hugo Chavez gave to... Um, uh, Obama on their mm-hmm. first meeting. Wow. 
Looks good. I heard it's good. <laughs> I would read it too. Um, right, worth back to it. Where did oh, we start? Oh, one other one other funny thing. My supervisor for it was one of the people on my interview, and I was trying to like so I trying to send like follow up thank you note things after the interview, right? As one does um, to be a kiss ass. <laughs> um, and she said in her name in her interview that her name was Kate but I was double checking all the names so I didn't want to get anything wrong on the website yeah. and on the website I saw her name was Caitlin and then I went down this whole rabbit hole of did I um like mishear her name or like did I mishear her name when she said Caitlin or is Kate the shortening of Caitlin that she goes by so I went down this whole um rabbit hole of online stalking her to figure out if she went by Kate um and she does go by Kate and I also found out that um she does stand-up comedy which is kind of cool <laughs> I thought of I thought of Allison stand-up boss stand-up boss um, at the internship yeah I will say like the all the people and a company huh <laughs> what's the deal with that with Latin America <laughs> Okay, and get the fruit bought out of there. We just want to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you one piece of advice. Um, so, if your boss is a stand-up comedian, there's only one way to compliment that and further your career, and that's for you to become a prop comic. Yeah, that's true. What is a prop comic? So normal stand-up you know, objects. Yeah, props. Yeah, stand-ups often do talk. Come, you know, they they talk to the audience about things. Mm-hmm. And jokes are mainly they say something in a funny way. Yeah, now, prop comic. They might speak, but much of the humor comes with the various objects, as Emily said, they provide with them. Say like a funny hat or a cup, or uh, if you're using a. Um, What's it called? A toilet brush to clean off a table in a restaurant. That's pretty funny. Too. <laughs> That's comedy. It's prop comedy. Prop comedy, as they say. So I become, I, am I the prop or am I some sort of comic? <laughs> Whatever you want. Um, okay. Yes, but even I thought was you become the comic, but I guess you could also go up to your boss and say, Need a prop? You do stand up if you ever need a prop. <laughs> My body is yours. I do a very good marionette. <laughs> good ventriloquism. <laughs> uh, what's what's the deal with ventriloquists? Is it that racist guy scared him away and now there aren't any anymore? You know, comedy used to be so wholesome, so uh, so natured. Puppets. What happened to the puppets, eh? Bring him back. That's all I'm saying. Bring back puppet comedy 2021. Well, no. you have big plans for the Muppets. Well, the Muppets, they're not puppets. Sorry. Yeah. A puppet, you have someone inside controlling them, but the Muppets, they do their own thing. They're not puppets? No, like they're alive. Like uh, they're Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Puppets have something, you know, there's like no hand inside Kermit controlling him. He's just doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then if he wants a hand, he opens his ass, like the meme. <laughs> You've seen Kermit's open ass. I, look, I think that's between him and Miss Piggy, okay? Oh my god. Kermit's open ass. Um, so, Worth, we have some yes. very important questions to you. Firstly, what are you gaming on? What, what, what video game are you playing? Before I've you- been playing oh. a lot of Rogue Company. Oh, I've never played that. 
it um i think it's currently in beta technically um but it's essentially like out it's free to play and whatever um so you know counter-strike i know m knows counter-strike because they're from russia um and russians do love counter-strike i i've never played a game in my life that's the thing have you heard of counter-strike yeah, like vaguely, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, so it's like Counter-Strike in that like uh-huh. each round, there are like four members on each team and you've got like bombs, like there are two bomb sites that you have to plant. You have to plant one or the other and the other team has to defend. And if you die in the round, you're out for the rest of the round. Um, so you can win the round by killing the whole enemy team or by planting and successfully blowing up the bomb. Um, wow. And... So it's like, it's like Counter-Strike in that regard, except Counter-Strike, all of the people are just the same. There's just like, they're just dudes, um, like Call of Duty style, except, um, and it's also first person. This game is different in that it is third person. And instead of everyone's just some like ambiguous dude, there are like different playable like characters mm-hmm. and they have different like abilities and weapons. It's pretty fun. And it's third person. Oh, I lied. I, I have played a game. I have Sims 4 on my computer. Oh. I mean, you're a massive gamer. <laughs> Allison has also turned into quite the massive gamer. Uh, I've become a gamer last year, too. I think it, we had all, quarantine turned us all into gamers. What have you been, what have you been gaming on? Uh, I have a, a little PlayStation that my friend got with a Target cam. So the PlayStation TV and all these games were three hundred dollars. Oh wow! Um, in the, over the summer, so I was playing some Assassin's Creed for which which one? Uh, Odyssey. I have played that one. I oh, am a big Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah, I love to be in Greece. Oh, there's there's like yeah, dudes on boats. Yeah, I'm in uh, Greece. Uh, no, Socrates, uh, I killed you. Shetta. Uh, 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 the Oracle. Uh, uh, anyway, sorry to any of our Greek listeners. Yeah, <laughs> we should really be canceled within the Greek community. <laughs> who's, who's, okay, who's our friend who's most likely to secretly be Greek? Are you friends with Teruha? <laughs> um uh, yeah. i don't i feel like worth could be a little greek yeah it's me it's definitely yeah. me i think i could look a little greek you could be greek you could look greek yeah. i don't act to greek but i look greek like uh jason manzoukas a little but he's also one of those actors that it's just like every ethnicity, they need someone. They're like, okay, we need to bring you in. Yeah, he could be vaguely anything. But I don't know if I could pass it like Jason. No, definitely. You're very much a white man um, yeah. or white person. Uh, yeah. Um, so the themes of our pod today, we want to know about Worth's 2020. Yeah, Worth. Um, was it worth it? <sighs> I mean, I think the short answer to that to that is clearly not right. <laughs> if there's if there's any year that isn't worth it, it would be this year. Um, however, I have I have been worth in 2020, so I guess it was worth it in that sense. Um, I don't know. It's just been it's been a year, right? Like I feel like a lot has happened. I started dating Allison on January 3rd. 
Yeah, I was gonna say it's the that year. Is our, that is our official anniversary. We met before then, right? But like Thanksgiving. Yeah, we know about Thanksgiving. We know about giving thanks. But more importantly, 2020 was the year you met us. Us. In the one and only New Hampshire. Well, you met us actually at. Uh, oh, that's true. In for the chest, chest, the blah, 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 diner. You know. Diner. Whatever. We were at that party too, right? Yeah, at the party. But I was on that party. Sophia's birthday is on Sunday, so. Was that when I visited? Yeah. So, so, yeah. For that to go. Oh, I guess my semester started later this year. That's uh-huh. why. I was real confused for a second. Because I remember I had to go to photograph a talk that Allison, no, maybe it was my own gallery opening. I don't know. It was something and I had to go to Haverford and Allison was like, Worth is coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's also when Allison took Alice. Matan's car to the airport to get me yeah. in the dark and forgot to turn the headlights on. Classic. Classic. And it was not until the return trip that um, I was able to turn the headlights on because Matan had the same car as me. My favorite little detail of that is that she said Allison thought that people were honking because there was an Elizabeth Warren on the car. People love and or hate Elizabeth. <laughs> My favorite little detail. That's like, yeah, I could believe that. Um. Yeah, Sophia recently asked, well, we talk a lot about cars in my house. Um, like the 2006 Pixar movie with Owen Wilson as Lightning McQueen. So Sophia's yeah. trying to purchase a car um, and uh, she was asking for some reason if Allison's a good driver. And I was like, well, my only anecdotal experience is Allison drove without headlights on for close to an hour so I think Allison is a good driver I've been in the car with her I would give her I would say good driver what would you trust Allison to do more drive you somewhere or do open heart surgery uh I would uh drive yeah drive I feel like I wouldn't trust most people but I feel like if I was in a position to have open heart surgery I don't know if I yeah, if the yeah if we really needed the open heart surgery right. sure do it why not yeah, I'd let Allison open my heart. I would let, I would say, I would let Allison's mom um, do open heart surgery on me. Yeah. She what do you open heart surgery for dummies and do it successfully? What are your thoughts on Allison's family? Oh, oh yeah. Lovely people, big fan. Really? Um, Elizabeth is a little boring, but I feel like we got to see more of her. <clears throat> like, like boring at first, but she, like, I feel like I got more real interaction with her over. Um, Sort of, I don't know. This these past like, sort of several several months of the year, which is cool. Um, always been a gigantic Tracy fan. What can yeah. I say? She's yeah. such a character. Um, she's a lot like my own mother. Go figure. Um, Alice and I both have mommy issues. Um, um, yeah, and then Alan is, Alan, Alan is a simp. Alan is a bit of a simp. He's. <laughs> He's very nice. It's just like I, he tries to sort of do bro talk with me, and I'm like, I, I, I'm really like, I just there's not that many topics here that are that are that accessible for me here. Here, like, I, I'm not really equipped to talk about sports. Oh, this reminds me, Worth and I were having this conversation earlier. 
Cole, we're gonna we're gonna make you do bro stuff. What? Yeah, we're making you, you learn to play lacrosse. lacrosse. Me? Yeah. yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Well, I, I think the real hope is that it's somehow broken. we'll like really strike a chord with you with lacrosse and that you'll spontaneously realize that it's your calling. Oh, because Halfford College Lacrosse left such a good impression on me. Hey, Tell me a bit about Halfford College Lacrosse. Third cousin by marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so Will Jackson. The lacrosse players. <laughs> uh, there was also, um, do you know the song, similar to my way, boom, boom, from by Rusted Root? No. In the song movie, which uh, now I'm realizing, Worth, when were you born? Guess. Thursday. Uh, I think I'm gonna say because I think oh, we born in the year 2000. No, we know, we know this. It was July, end of July, 1999. Yeah. We know. Yes, that, that is correct. 21st. Why did I even ask that question? Okay, but you would have been too young to have seen Ice Age in its original theatrical release. Are you all both 97? Six. 96. Oh wow. We're old. Yeah. Elder, young, youngest millennial. Oh, I guess Allison is 97. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Eight, right? Eight? Oh, because y'all were both a year above her. I forgot yeah. this. And then Ethan is younger than Allison by about two or three weeks. Yeah, it's a, a spring chicken. Yeah, Ethan's quite a spring chicken. If there's one thing we know about Ethan, he's spring, he's a spring chicken. Yeah. Ethan's spring chicken ever. <laughs> From chicken. True. I like to say that Ethan and Allison are also Titanic Risings um, because there's this fun game where you can say like, oh, describe yourself with the movie or the movie poster that was number one the weekend you were, like the week you were born. But from December through like April 98, the number one movie is just Titanic. I believe mine was The Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's great. I think it was. I'm going to confirm that right now. <laughs> and so what's the tagline on that? And that's your, that's, that's the quote you live by. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I guess I have to see it, see it. Like I'm obliged to see it. I have not seen Titanic either though. So, oops. Yeah. I do know the sort of the scene on the boat though, where they're, they're like, it's like that one. <laughs> where they're like that? They're like, like leaning over the boat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're on the oh, boat. actually, it's currently saying um, "Runaway Bride," but I am pretty sure oh, that I it was. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's. Um... I was really obsessed with like every Richard Gere, um, Julia Roberts rom com when I was a child. Yeah. Uh, and uh, "Runaway Bride" is like top tier. Huh. I'm I'm assessing again. It's cool because she's she's a bride, but she's quirky. And on the poster, she's wearing sneakers. Oh, wow, that is exciting! And a wedding dress. Wow, so that's how you know she's not like other girls. Yeah. Cool. Oh boy, Maybe it isn't the water boy. I'm still claiming the water boy. I'm not moving beyond this. I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. I'm claiming it. Uh, I, you know, I've never seen the water boy. So mine was actually sweetly. It was Romeo and Juliet. That was my. Oh. Sorry, which uh, which version? Plus Juliet. Plus, it was, I mean, it's the Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, is I tried the one that's like modern. Yeah, I, I watched that in middle school. 
I started rewatching it the other day because I can sleep and I just was like, yeah, I'll throw this on. It's still the first 20 minutes, still kind of hit. Still kind of hits. So that's my take. Because I guess I watched it in high school, but that was like 10 years ago. So that was 10 years ago that you well, I guess it was school? the year because high school the year is a different in England. So what I get what you oh year before high school in the US. Mm, gotcha. It was like 13 to 14 year. I was probably 13 and 14. You were in secondary school. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know the lingo. Yeah, I do. All right, mate. Okay, I'll be back. I'm gonna work keeps muting and unmuting. So let's talk about work. No, how, how are you, Em? We haven't done an update on us this pod. Okay, here's a fun thing about me. I decided that in 2021, I'm dating. <gasps> Who? It doesn't have to be anyone. I'm just dating. That's my status. That's cool. Um, <laughs> no, because last weekend I did, um, I, I did speed dating. Yeah. And then now uh, my uh, longtime... Oh, that's a bear. Worth brought a bear back. Um, it's metal until the chocolate. Oh, it's metal. Um, but yes, my friend Mitch Mitchell is uh, doing a segment on the Mitch Mitchell Variety Hour. Yeah. Um, which is uh, like queer video dating personals. And what? so people send in like a 30 second video where they're like, here's a little about me. Here's what I'm looking for. Um, and so I, I, I'm, I'm going to submit one of those. Anyone? I don't think I'm trying to find love, but I'm trying to fuck around and find out. <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Yeah. Turn to my little one a day diary. Uh, last date I went on? No, that's not true. The last like pre-COVID date was uh, a year ago. Oh. I've been on dates since, but How'd it go? Uh, eh. I'm single. Me too. Don't worry. You'll find love on Tinder. Someone just called me an angel on Tinder today. But like in a way that was like cool. Interesting. Hard to explain. But they were like a poet and a cook. Yeah. Like with some gay shit i'm into it so i do the classic like someone whenever i get like a message or someone responds to my message i'm like oh my god i need like a good response so then i never respond because i can never think of a good response or a good opener (laughs) i always just go for something like as weird and specific as i can yeah Um, right but then they respond and i'm like i don't know what to do yeah no Messaging someone back is a chore. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. Anyway. We're not all lucky enough to find our Allison yeah. on well, we could find our Allison. Who went to our high school. <laughs> it's 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 really ridiculous. Completely it's a good thing we didn't know each other in high school. Yeah. yeah. That would have sort of, I think ruined it. It was more of a like, oh I I vaguely recognize you. That's kind of fun. It's kind huh. of festive. Um while I'm thinking about this. You were talking about the, the dating segment on the variety show, and it made me think of this. Pierce and I last, I think it was like last fall, maybe, had the idea of um, like creating 
like so so we had a we had a radio show last uh, on like davidson's student radio thing at one point had a radio show we have not done it since but we were like we should do a segment on the show called cause and effect and it's like a game show except and the contestant's not in on it and they come in and then it's cause and effect and we like ask them questions but then like buzzers go off at random times and the whole bit (laughs) is that there's no cause and effect at all it's just all completely random um yeah that's really it. I had a similar idea when the Halford radio station was like going to be back up and it never really was, but I created a whole Google doc. The show was called seven sixteen, and it, I would bring on guests and just do the same. Like I'd browse them with true or false questions and then arbitrarily say if they were right or wrong. And I had like a list of like a hundred questions. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if, if, if y'all watched uh, 30 Rock as young teens. Um, but there is an episode where they made a, a game show called uh, Homonym, and <laughs> just say like um, pear, and the person would be like, uh, like the fruit, and the host would say, no, like two people. <laughs> like uh, on mine, I had like the correct answers. I just wouldn't explain why they were correct, but I had like thought it all through. One of those great classic cold bits that's really funny in my mind. Yeah. It's really good. And that's, I just like to entertain myself. <laughs> um, me and one of my, my neighbors who is in a certain uh, secret society that I'm in. Um, not so secret now, is it? We're doing an initiation class. Yes. It's, called, it's actually called Pirate. We've just we've gone like one one away. <laughs> it's called Jolly Roger. Um, no, so we're, we're planning our like our initiates are starting soon. We're doing our initiation process, wow. and um, we're like we are going to do like this completely crazy um, like alcohol scavenger hunt across Davidson campus. Wow! And pair an initiate up with a current member. Um, and then have a member at each at each station who can serve, um, so people don't like have to like touch the other things, and everyone has to like go around with their own shot glass and like follow the clues. It's gonna be beautiful. Wow, that's yeah. fun. This one's cool. I love to be hazed. Yeah, I need it more. I wish you could be hazed. <laughs> See, we used to do this fun thing where like before um I, think, I don't remember maybe it was on the first night or before initiation we would all like everyone would like get in a vehicle and they'd be blindfolded and we'd like drive around for like half an hour only to then return back to where we were um and then conduct the thing you don't get the, the hazing isn't too fun because it's like yeah. it's not a frat because everyone is a little bit everyone's too I don't know. Everyone would feel bad actually hazing someone. Um, so it's hard to really do any hazing. I feel like there is something fun to that organizationally, if not individually. Yeah, no, I like we we did um, like an initiation when you reach a certain point at summer camp when you're like 17, you're like your year before you become a, like a counselor in training. There's like a program at night um, where everyone has to wear black and then there's like various clues and directions and it's a way for the like counselors in training to 
learn how to plan uh, like a program for kids, right. but to do it sort of in like a scary, fun way and like where you can make people jump naked in the lake um, and stuff like that. And that was really fun. And you're not really doing anything too cruel. Like maybe you make them run a little bit or jump in the lake, but yeah. You know. The one time I got hazed at Haverford, they, you know, blindfolded me, put me in a car and just told me all about like the scavenger hunt I was about to do on Villanova's campus. And I was so hyped up to do the scavenger hunt. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to like get all, find all these things. I'm going to take a photo in all these cool buildings. This is going to be a great like experience. I love randomly looking at a campus. It's going to be so much fun. And eventually the car stopped and they like, blindfold like walked us into like the student center and they're like okay we'll take off your blindfold now and we were just in a diner and they were like ta-da let's have food now yeah i was like prepared (laughs) just ready for war hungry now (laughs) diner i'm trying to see if i can find the uh the document that we planned this on give me a moment It's not exciting. Okay. You know, college, some bad, some good. Miss that little community thing. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Right. I liked college a lot because it wasn't COVID. I like not having COVID or being inside, although I do like being inside. <clears throat> but um, I just like, you know, being able to see people, and being on okay terms with people and walking around. It was nice. Yeah. Um, after this, do you want to move into talking about? Yeah, we got a albums of the year of a little game for worth. You have a game for me? Yeah, it's not that fun, but it's... oh, l- let me read you some of the clues for the scavenger hunt real quick. Okay. Um, or Davidson's own Tom Riddle, Dahlia Krotkovich spent her entire college career creating a playpen for her horned monster. If you come for Zen meditation, you may be surprised by the fearsome appetite that awaits you. Is there a snake skull? <laughs> um, no, it's for the it's for the we have like a, this little mini labyrinth on campus. Cool. Um, it's like a meditation garden. Yeah, there's like a labyrinth on the floor. So that's that one. Um. um Oh, 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 um... Let's do and if you want to do an ad break, I'm going to take an ad break. Yeah. Okay, cool. that's, that's all I got. Bring an ad. Oh, Worth, I had, I had a pitch for you. Yeah. Um, so Allison's birthday is coming up. Do you have a present for Allison? Not yet. Okay, here's my pitch. Isn't she going to hear this? Yeah, no. But but I think Allison would love to hear this specifically. Okay. Um, and you know how Allison was a religion major? Yeah. Um, and, and Allison loves like a nice token of your affection. Um, you think I should give her a Bible? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly oh. what I was thinking, actually. Okay. Um, is that Allison would really like if she gave her a Bible. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I heard her say in the chat something about, because we were planning to do like a Bible study group. We should get back on that. 
Oh, you know, shit. It's like, I wish I had a good Bible. Yeah, I was like, damn, that has been so long since a boyfriend has given me a Bible. <laughs> it's been almost Which I more than four years, in fact. It's true. Do you own a Bible, Cole? Is that yeah. a Bible? Oh, yeah. I also own a Bible. I do not own a Bible. That's, I mean, that's a little bit of irony there. Specific for a class. Mine was also for a class. The Bible and literature. I haven't owned a Bible for a class since my Bible class in high school. Um, I now made the uh, curriculum, not the curriculum, what's the word? The syllabus, I guess? The required reading for this Bible class. Um, because once we were reading one of the, the gospel, something there, and there was some random number like 612, that is not a random number. It was like 536. And someone asked, the professor who was this kind of crazy old man, not that crazy, not that interesting, not the, like the worst English professor in the department, just an old part. And all the materials in the class were just things he had written 20 years ago teaching this class and then photocopied to death ever since. And he had like, you know, we had to print out these booklets that were just like 30 pages of sheets he had written over the past decades. And so I jokingly wrote down like made up like 10 commandments times 12 disciples, just all this numerology. And I raised my hand and was like, I have an idea why this could be it. The class was so ridiculous. I was just doing bits. And I told him this and he was stunned. He like couldn't speak. He was just like, oh, that's amazing. That's so good. And a year later, I got an email that's like, congratulations, you've made it into the syllabus. And he had typed up my theory. And he was like, one time I taught this class, a student was like, this. and so it's now part of the, like, syllabus. insane man, too. Steve Finley, he, like, cries every class. Not every, like, once every two weeks, he'll cry. He'll, like, get sidetracked and tell a story about, like, his wife once knew someone who had a baby who died in a fire, and he'll spend, like, 50 minutes telling them. <laughs> And be like, it just shows that accidents can happen wherever. And that's really what Joseph was thinking. <laughs> and then he's like, anyways, feminism is bad. Oh, he never said that. He didn't. He said that to other classes. <laughs> is he, uh, are you Republican? No. He's no. a very old white man. Uh, okay. Yeah. As I said, the worst professor in the English department. After. Isn't there that other uh, Paverford professor with the double bracket space? Oh, Gangity, my advisor. Allison was telling me about him. Academic advisor. He was your academic advisor. Yeah. Like calling for a meeting and he would just like have to, he had the largest office I've seen of any professor. It was just filled with couches, but the couches and desks are all filled with papers. So he has to like clear aside, spend 10 minutes clearing aside papers so you can sit. And then he just talks to you about like, what is the meaning in life? That's kind of fun. Davison has this one professor, um, Professor Tomazu, he is always dressed like Indiana Jones. Um, he's like an archaeology professor or something like that. Um, he is he's sort of like a crazy life story too. He's like was from Cyprus and like served in the Turkish military and then like somehow eventually ended up a professor here. I don't really know. But um, my friend Pierce had to take a took some art history class with him and would go visit him in office hours and he would like sit like at the window 
um, with the window open and like smoke cigarettes out the window of his office in our like main academic building. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Major vibe check. Pierce and I have this thing called, um, it's this concept that we're elaborating. It's an idea, really. It's Boss and Hoss. Um, it's also our like shared fake Instagram. Um, and like certain people are Boss and Hoss and certain people aren't. Um, it, it's just, it's just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just sort of the thing. It's just an energy. Um, we haven't quite unearthed the truth of it yet. And um, Tomazu is Boss and Hoss. All right. I, at first, I thought it was an either or thing. You know, oh, you oh. Uh, I think you can be one or the other within the two, but it is sort of a combined vibe. Curious. Um, have you seen, you all seen any of Survivor? No, no. I'm not Allison. <laughs> you need to watch Survivor. Never seen it. Okay, so like, let me tell you some posts. Like, we made, um, like, Nostradamus, Boss and Hoss. Okay. Um, the SpaceX astronauts in their SpaceX suits, Boss and Hoss. Okay, sorry, can we, can we go rewind a bit? Can you explain more on Boss and Hoss? <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah, Corey from Pawn Stars, Boss and Hoss. I don't know who that is. <laughs> we still don't get it. It's just it's just a vibe. You just you just gotta know it. I don't even. No, uh, no, we don't. <laughs> we'd have to we'd have to just be like existing in a space together, and I could like point out people that we would encounter or things that we encountered that are boss and hoss, and you would come to understand the vibe. Allison has a complete picture of it now. Um, we we recently made a post that was most boss and hoss. Um, most so boss like and hoss. Bambino and Paisano, you come to understand. The two. Those are the two. You know, dialectics. That's true. It's not a you know it's not a dialectic. It's a combined okay. thing. You know, and Paisano is a dialectic. Oh, okay, understood. It's like the um. Have y'all seen BoJack Horseman? Yeah. It's like the um. Isn't there the there that episode? It's like you're a Natalie or you're a whoever. Sure. I don't know. There's an episode that's that's relevant here. Uh, we made a most boss and hoss survivor uh, candidates thing. Here's one. Rupert. Oh, looks cool. Here's another. Shambo. Shambo. Jason Manzu. Another. Shambo Coach. Me. That's some. So are these people Boss and Hoss and Tyson? They're all. They're all Boss and Hoss. Can you spell out Boss and Hoss? Yeah. The Instagram know. is it's it's Boss and Hoss. You actually mean I'm Boss Pierce's Hoss. Um, oh. The the collective created vibe, like like the vibe that we're pinpointing in the Instagram is. It is Boss and Hoss the like collective collective thing? Boss and Hoss. So it's like um, animated vibe of you and Pierce. No, 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 no. That that was just what initiated it, and then we made the Instagram, right. and then we started developing the the. Okay, Instagram. I don't think I know how to spell this because this is a dog's Instagram. Oh, it's it's sorry. The Instagram is Boss in Hoss. And Hoss. Yeah, yeah, like like oh B O S S N H O S S. I'm not following this. Yeah. It's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. Elvis, Boss and Hoss. <laughs> so just, then, that would also work. Uh, like Elvis is Boss. You know, is the Hoss necessary? 
like with boss oh yeah because it's like it's like the name of the the vibe is the the combined thing like the vibe is spelled b-o-s-s-n-h-o-s-s distinct enough from the vibe of being boss yeah (laughs) also because boss is just like masculinity and authority right like i think that's sort of the core elements of it boss and hoss has a has like a, a true strangeness to it well, like th- there's an oddity and there's like a delusion with the way you see the world that is really sort of the core of it. Um, but it, but it also, I think, is connected to power. Like you have to have some sort of sense of like, wow, like you really know what's going on and no one else does. But okay, then it's, think- it's the like, there's a lack of introspection and then you are then seen as, as the strange one from the outside, despite the fact that you feel that you are the one who like knows the truth. Okay, I'm going to use my editorial power right now. I'm going to say it's time to play Cole's game. Well, first, I want to push back against Worth's notion that boss is a masculine notion because women can be bosses, too. Yeah, you ever hear of a girl boss? Hillary Clinton, for example. The woman who ruined the printer company, for example. What about the lean-in lady? What about the, the, the lady who owns Walmart? What about Lena Dunham? Lena Dunham, truly. <laughs> Tina Fey, bossy something. Stevie like, Nicks. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, I, yeah. I, I mean, like, obviously, yes, Cole, I agree with you. But I think I, I'm trying to illustrate the fact that boss, I think, has a little bit less complexity to it than boss and hoss and would anyways, not adequately represent the whole heard concept. it here first, everybody. Worth hates women. <laughs> every pod someone has to hate women that's why allison and i are dating each other actually (laughs) yeah allison does hate women (laughs) famously that's why we're friends (laughs) because together we've never passed the bechdel test (laughs) that's our running bit has our podcast ever passed the bechdel test oh absolutely I don't think we've ever had women on. <laughs> well, we don't have women. I don't think we've had women on the pod. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna our pod is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have a special episode with Tracy and Carol, and that is when you pass the Bechdel test. Are you sure it wasn't? You know the pod, the first one of our quarantine, where we did it on Zoom and we sent out the link. You think we, I don't know when we stopped recording, but there's a chance. I don't know. Is Maybe that, a woman was on I'm not really friends. I don't know. Yeah, I guess next episode, we got to bring some women on. Yeah, I think we should have a special episode where we try to pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> and where women talk unless I talk over them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to do Bechdel cast. With Cole and M. And uh, the other things women like. What women want. What, women like what women want. There's this hilarious YouTube channel called The Gentleman's Gazette that I recommend you all check out. Um, it is, it's like these, these dudes who are obsessed with sort of like early 20th century style, but they think it's like the right way to dress. 
and they don't realize that they are like living in it. that it's very Boston Hoss in fact they're like living in this crazy fantasy world um and it it sounds like when you're watching it it sounds like really really well done satire where it's like Boston on the brink Hoss between isn't real worth um, it's yes, not it real it's in your head uh, <laughs> on this now i understand more now i know the gentleman's gazette a youtube channel i did not know of until you six- should um you should watch some it's crazy it's like very deeply funny well, if it's Boston Haas, I'm in. Worth, I'm sold. I'll send you. I'll send you some like more materials that will sort of like. I should make a Google Doc that's like the master list of Boston Haas, and then like if you consume all the materials, then you know, like you know what it is. You highlighted the common quality, and you know. Send the list to us, and we'll send it to the others, and they can mm-hmm. read before they hear the podcast and know. Who- <laughs> <laughs> and by this point listening now they'll understand i think part of the magic though is that they won't understand <laughs> well they're understand why i sent that list it's, they won't understand boston Hall. in fact it's a little bit boston halls for me to be going on a rant about boston halls when you all do not know what it is or believe in it it's like the surf and turf of vibes yeah yeah truly <laughs> boston halls and surf and turf have a little bit in quality i think red lobster is a bit boston halls I think I get that. Okay. No, yeah. I'm coming around on Boston okay. Hoss. Okay. <laughs> one of Boston Hoss. Um, of, of, um, I'm going to say the Allison friends that I know, being the New Hampshire trip folks, uh, M, Cole, Maya, uh, Miri, plus Ethan Basha, I don't think there's anyone else I'm including. Of those people, M, you are the most Boston Hoss. That makes sense. Yeah, I see that. Honestly, I feel like your Boston Hoss factor is currently enriched by the fact that you have changed your hair color and that you were wearing a tie-dye shirt like Rupert does in um, Survivor. Classic. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let's do the um, the game that Cole has planned for us. Actually, let's take a commercial break because I need to take a commercial break. Um, M, do you want to do an ad read? I might take one too. Wait, let's just pause because I want... Wow, that was a wonderful break. Ha ha ha. So while, you know, the other podcast may have had some comments that it was a little repetitive, I guarantee that no matter how long this podcast is, you will never have heard this much about Boss and Hoss before on a podcast. So you can complain about that. Oh, speaking of that, um, two more things that are Boss and Hoss. Please. A really short P or a really long P. <laughs> Second... Um, That's- when one pees in a urinal and does not bank it off the wall of the urinal, they instead pee straight into the bottom and it makes as much noise as possible. That is also Boston Hoss. I think this is a good sign to close the book on Boston Hoss. <laughs> as good a sign as ever. Um, for this game, which really isn't a game, it's not that fun, it's more of a reveal. Uh, Worth, what do you think of music in the year 2020? Tell me what you liked, you didn't like. Um, I feel like this year I have not kept up on new releases as much as I have in the past, um, which I think in itself um, is, is sort of an interesting thing. I have had a massive girl pool phase this year. I have gotten into the Silver Jews this year. Um, those are sort of the, those are the two main waves of the year. This Boston Hoss, is this Boston Hoss? <laughs> no, it's too sweet. Oh. Um, 
everybody. For our viewers at, or our listeners at home, M was holding up vodka. Look at this beer. Have you ever seen something like that before? That means you, oh, it has that crazy top. Look at that. Wow. It looks like um, it comes from Australia. Yeah. It is from. That's what I imagine Australia is like. Australia is boss boss. Australia is boss boss. Oh, okay. I agree with that. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. So you, you had a girl pool phase. I had a girl pool phase. I had a silver juice silver phase. Juice. Um, new albums that I've listened to a lot this year. I have listened to the Jesse Ware album, What's Your Pleasure? An absolute bop. I absolutely yes. fucking love it. It is incredible. Um, I cannot say anything more positive about it. That it's 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 lovely. Very good driving music too. I feel like I could be swerving through traffic to it. Yeah. Um, I also like the album Cumbia Siglo Twenty One um, by the Meridian Brothers. I found it from Anthony Fantano. No. Um, I'm bald, so I have to watch him. Your fellow bald man, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think, I, I think we, we, we are bald in very different ways. I think my baldness makes me small. I think his baldness makes him large. Um, yeah. that, those are my thoughts. Um, yeah, those are, those are the two new albums that I've listened to a lot this year. I'm looking in my Spotify, like, recently played thing, but I can't find anything... Um, my, my cue is, is like too uh, messy with other stuff. But yeah, so those are the highlights. Myself, Emily, Maya, and Ethan, as you uh, might know, have been listening to a lot of music this year. And we made some lists of our favorite music of the year and made those lists adapted into podcasts. But then I did an additional adaptation and I used a mysterious and archaic and... Uh, what's the word, uh, esoteric system to tabulate a ranking based on our top lists into the group's top 10 albums of 2020. The results are extremely predictable if you know us. So I want to see if you can guess the top 10. Now you can either throw names at the wall or I can, there are two ways we could do it. You could just throw a name out and I'll tell you what place it is, or you can try and predict one through 10 and see how- well, well. I want to throw names and see yeah. where I hit. Yeah, yeah, throw names out. So they're- Very boss and awesome of you. B.B. Bridgers. That is number five. Okay, Jesse Ware. Nope. Fuck. I'm top 10, you're top 10, it's down. Um... Oh no, this is this is gonna be brutal for me. Um so this beer opened into like a large cavity and it's actually pretty fun to drink. I kinda like this. Hold up, I'm scrolling through things that have um no, probably not that. Ooh, what is it? You can throw it up. Uh, Deerhoof? No. Damn. I thought it was okay. I talked to him about this one. I I don't know, it sort of stuck with me. It sort of like what didn't sound like anything I was listening to at the time. I just oh. have other Deerhoof albums that I'm really into, so this one is understandable. Laura Marling, perhaps. That one I liked. Um, I think one other person put it in their list, but it did not crack the top ten. Maya and Ethan both had it in their top thirty, but not. Yeah. It was in my top twenty-five. Yeah. All right. You know what? I am not going to make more progress here. 
I don't think. I would like you to give me the rest and have me rank them. Okay. What, we could do that. We could have Emgen. Okay. Well, this is hard because now I have to read them out in a way you won't. Okay, so you guessed Phoebe Reduce is number five. I'm, I'm pulling up a Google Doc so I can write them in order. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I think M should guess them actually because. Okay. It's like two in my point scoring system. It's like two of them have like the same points, and then these three have all seven points, and then. So it's not so much ranked. Okay, so things we all like. We all liked Adrian Lanker's songs. Which it is. Which I'm going to say that's our number two. You're spot on, Em. It is number two. Um, okay. The gang liked Taylor Swift. The gang liked Moses Sumney. Um... I'm going to say Moses Sumney number three. You're correct. Moses Sumney is number three. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Fiona Apple number four. Beep. You're wrong. Fiona Apple is one. number one slash number two by Adrian Lanker. Point to worth. I'm your guess. The moment that Linker was two, I knew Fiona Apple was yeah, one. I'm gonna say number four is Folklore by Taylor Swift. All right, album correct, but not number four. Worth, it's your shot. Um, I really brought it down by not liking Taylor Swift. Folklore at seven. You are closer, but still wrong. It is number nine. Oh, oh, oh. Andy Shaw. He's in there. Where is he? Like number 10. He's number 8. Hmm. Yeah. One up from a folklore. Hmm. Maybe Fleet Foxes at 10? Correct. Point for work. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you got a couple left. The Mountain Goats didn't make it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, seven, six, and four unguessed. Hmm. Phoebe's five? Okay. Um, how about Thundercat? Five, five and four are tied. Thundercat, where do you think he is? I think Thundercat is four. Thundercat is six. Um, four and five are a tie, so Phoebe might as well. What are other things that you all could have liked this year? Maybe Waxahachie 7? No. Okay, here's the thing, Worth. I really liked Waxahachie. I didn't I, like it. I forgot about it. Um, and what did you really like? You can't, you know. And then, or what did Ethan really like? Second grade. Where is it? I think it's number four. That is not correct. It is number seven. Seven. Okay. Second grade are a Philly power pop band for those mm. not in the know. Okay, worth. Um, Francis Quinlan, did we say? Not. Uh, yeah, that's definitely on there. Seven. 
French Clooney's not in there. Damn, that one was good. Hey, it was close. Actually, it just it was one point away from top ten. Uh, admittedly, my point scoring system is not great. I should have had more gradient to it. Uh, it was just a one to four rating. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, you are. But uh, um, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Francis Clooney's just messed up. What else was in my top ten? I had Chloe and Hallie, but I don't think that made it. I think you like the least out of the four of us here. Oh, um, can I oh. guess? Sorry, you go. No, no, worth go. Hannah by Lamelda at seven. I go. Sorry, I thought you... <laughs> you're wrong. Um, wait, now I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, we've got Haim. Yes, that is it. I saw Worth start to say ha, and I was uh, like, got it. That's why I cut you. Yes, time is number five, four. Wimpin' and music. Number What's two. left? That's it. That's lost. Oh, damn. Okay. Apple, Adrian Lenker, Moses Sumney, Haim, Evie Bridgers, Thundercat, Second Grade, Andy Shelf, Fuckler, and Fleet Foxes. Yeah. Interesting top ten. Eight of those I liked and were high up in my list. Good stuff. I liked most of those. Yeah. Yeah, same. I like most of them. What were each of you all's favorites? Of the... Yes. Yeah, I want to I hear y'all's top three on the year. Top three. In general. Um, my top three were... Do uh, you want to guess mine? I want you to guess each of our favorites. Yeah. He's not going to guess your favorite, but... No, you can really guess Cole's favorite. You can guess the top three. Or at least some of them. I bet Phoebe Bridgers is in there. You're correct. Phoebe Bridgers. Um, will you read me the other things on the on the list? Uh, it is Fiona, Apple, Adrian Linker, Moses Sumney, Haim, Phoebe Bridgers, Thundercat, Second Grade, Andy Schauf, Taylor Swift, Fleet Foxes. Taylor Swift. Is my number four. Um, Folklore, not Evermore. Uh, the Fleet Foxes one. That's one of the ones I thought was boring. Okay, then um, uh, there's one that I think you like more than Linker, but I already forgot what it was. What did it read them again? Fiona Apple, Adrian Linker, Moses Sumney. Fiona Apple. She is not in my top three. Linker. My number three. Okay, I don't know the last one. No, it's Miel. Tourist season. Uh, is it good? I love it. Used to a podcast. I mean, it was my number one. So. What's it like? It's like kind of sad, indie, poppy, dreamy. It's like a very short breakup album, breaking up with Schmosh. Yeah, you know Smosh? Smosh. Yeah, she broke up with Schmosh. And this beautiful album about Schmosh. Um, yeah. And M's top three, you want to guess? Fiona Apple. Number one, baby. Okay. Linker. Nope. Um, mm, Fleet Foxes? I also thought it was kind of boring. Fleet Foxes is always boring, except for like their best view. 
They have some good the, the albums are either like, wow, this is like really good and like I like it, or this is probably good, but I just I just don't have the attention span. It's like background music in a coffee shop. It's not bad, but it's yeah. No, that's that's a that's a fair assessment. Um Phoebe Bridgers? No. Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> I have no idea. Heim? No, so my number two was Neon Skyline by Andy Schaaf, as exemplified by this poster of it. I do not know who Andy Schaaf is, so I do not feel bad. Oh, he's a Canadian man you should listen to. Okay, I will listen to the Canadian man. And my number three was Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Hallie. What is, uh, what is the Ungodly Hour album like? Um, it's... It's a pop record, uh, and they're one of the oldest technologies, sisters. Yeah, you know, um, they like they kind of have like some '90s like throwback R&B vibes, um, and then they harmonize really beautifully. They were in the sitcom Grownish, the spinoff of Blackish. Yeah, if you've ever watched an episode of Grownish, which I have somehow, but <laughs> you're a good job. No. Okay. <laughs> I watched a lot of Blackish, yeah. like my senior year of high school. Mm. Somehow. And Grownish did not live up. Yeah. That's a bummer. I in college. I was like, I'm in college. I don't need to see this. Yeah. I'm grown now. You're grown up. Speaking <laughs> of TV, we, uh, you know, it's our 2020 wrap up part two, kind of. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have any shows you really like that I should watch? Like, What's your fave? I don't watch TV. Okay, that's fair. Um, watch Survivor. I watch Survivor. I watch TV rarely, and I do not watch quality TV. I watch the shittiest TV. Okay. Today I watched Pawn Stars. What's your What's your 2020 TV pick? Okay, so this year I watched a lot of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I watched a lot of Girlfriends. I watched a lot of... Uh, Oh, I just finished Steven Universe Future. It was very sweet. I liked the original run of Steven Universe. I liked the movie. I thought this version was like, it's about Steven who's half human, half gem. Yeah. And he's a teen and he's dealing with teen problems and like trying to figure out how to be a person. It was very touching. One question. Yeah. Boston Hoss? No, I would say... Well, I guess Greg Universe is very Boston Hoss, um, now that I understand the concept. But as a show, it's not very Boston Hoss. I'm looking up Greg Universe. <laughs> is he Boston Hoss? Oh, he's Boston Hoss. Oh, yeah, he is Boston Hoss. Yeah, I get it. I get Boston Hoss. As soon as you said that I was Boston Hoss, I understood it. <laughs> That should also be the title of the app is Boston Hoss. Yeah, yeah. Boston, we're Boston Hoss. Boston Hoss? That's like it's a Boston Hoss and a Boston podcast. I think this dude's hair is what does it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, what else did I watch? I watched Never Have I Ever, which was fun. Um, Dash and Lily, very fun. I love teen shows now. Yeah. That's like all I watch. Oh. Um, yeah, so Bridgerton, okay. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. did not crack my top ten. I really liked How to with John Wilson. That was my number seven. Nice, greatest, 
Read us your top 10, Cole. Wait, 10 Feel Good? Do you watch Feel Good? Yeah, I like that a lot. He's a little gay show. Uh, both leads are really hot. Uh, yeah. Number nine is The Boys. Show for The Boys. Worth, have you seen The Boys? No, I have not seen The Boys. It's very violent. It's like, ah, superheroes would actually be fascists. <laughs> They're going to, it's terrifying. Anyway, uh, but it has the cute little son of Meg Ryan and Randy Quaid. By, by superheroes would all, would be fascists. Do you, are you talking about the plot of The Incredibles? No, because that's they beat objection objectionists the uh, the Randian philosophy. Um, this what? is it actually be the Ayn Rand. the The Incredibles is playing on the Ayn Rand philosophy of her on the pod. Yeah, Ayn Rand. Because, Wait, who are the who are the who's the Ayn Rand side on the Incredibles? It's the uh, if everyone's normal, no one is. Kind of the idea of that there are certain individuals who are so good at what they're doing that they need to be protected and put in their own sphere. Because the like the John Galt world in drugs is that like there's this you know we put all the smartest and best people in one place and they're better than everyone. So so you're saying that the good guy then is the bad guy. Kind of no, because I, I don't think the movie is trying to be like this is good. The movie is just playing off these, okay. and like just because it's putting the morally better philosophy in the bad guy's point of view doesn't mean that the movie is equating these things. Okay, fair, fine. But this this is more fascist. Anyway, my eight was Perry Mason. Perry Mason Emmert it was really fun. It was Matthew Rees. Love that little man. Just a little little grumpy little. Yeah, how to John Wilson, great. Normal people, great. Number oh, six. normal people. People number five, Bojack. Number four was I May Destroy You. Fucking incredible show. I still need to watch oh, that. Number three, my OG Search Party Three. They go on trial. Um, number two is Better Call Saul, and number one is the vastly underrated Netflix animated show Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. So fucking good. Y'all, you gotta watch this show. Everyone's gotta watch it. I got Josh to watch it, and Josh got Allie to watch it. These are my cousins. Worth the elevator pitch. It's great. So it's set in this future where for some reason all the animals have mutated and some of them are huge, or like all frogs wear bow ties and are cool, or rats like to work out. Um, and humans live underground, except for this one human who comes up to the surface and is as like a ragtag group of friends and gather around but it's just very like well written very funny and it's very concise and that it's like three seasons that all came out in one year and then it's done cole i have you you didn't say the most important thing there's a little cockroach creature who keeps evolving when he wants to well no i was gonna ask if it's boss and Hoss. it's bo- oh it's so fucking boss and Hoss. yeah um, what's more boss and Hoss? Remy the rat from Ratatouille or rats that work out? Rats that work out, obviously. Look, uh, uh, Remy, he's a little bit of a virgin, I will say. <laughs> I don't know. Rats that work out was the correct answer here. Yeah, rats that work out. On the Chad virgin spectrum, I think Remy is the virgin to the rats that work out's Chad. You know who's Boston Haas? Who? Bobka. You can't Bobka see her. Boston Haas around. Taking the cutest nap in the world. No. <laughs> I got to spend a lot of some quality Ramsey time over the break. Ah, uh, yes, your son. He's a very sweet boy. 
I made a lovely Instagram post with him. I saw because we are now Instagram followers. Cole, you need to follow me. Uh, I don't really use or go on Instagram except like when I pee once a day. I don't pee once a day, but one pee a day I use Instagram. Well, you can see these cute photos of me and Ramsey. Oh, that sounds nice. They're very paternal. (laughs) I love Wesley. Uh, Wesley. (laughs) (laughs) Wesley. Looks like Allison's cat. Shit, it's not Ramsey. I think it's uh, Wesley. <laughs> well, like the first few weeks, I was calling it Ramses, like the Egyptian figure Ramses. I knew it was Ramsey. I just thought Ramses sounded funny. Plural, plural cat. Yeah. Ramses, no, 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 it's in like R A M S E S, like Ramses. I know, but it also sounds when you say it. Cats. Multiple cats. Yeah. Okay, so that was TV. What you, you watch any movies? Worth. What's the deal? You watch any movies? Uh, uh, no. The answer is no. I I watched Soul with Allison, and that was sweet. I gotta see it. I still have to see it. Too. You should watch it. It's it's it's, it's sweet. Um, did I see any other movies? I think that's it. Honestly. You watched yeah. the fart cut. I watched Borat. Borat too. What a classic. I, I like Borat. Um, Cole, do you want to do your list and that'll remind me if I saw movies? Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I don't know if I've updated. I'm going to have to get my list from Letterboxd. Let- Emily has a Letterbox now. Do you know this? Do you know what Letterboxd is, Cole? It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely do not actually know. I've heard of it. So tell me. Oh, do you know Goodreads? No, it's don't you know Goodreads. Much better than Goodreads. It's it's it, it is more pleasing both right. aesthetically and organizationally, but That's it's not by Amazon. But it's one compare it to Beer Advocate. Yeah, kind of. Actually, it's much closer to Beer Advocate than. <laughs> uh, me and my friend Flood were doing fake Beer Advocate reviews and trying to get them out as ridiculous as we could. That's great. Um. Letterbox is fun because I, I, you know, it helps me keep track of things. I'm like, what movies did I watch recently? Or people ask for movie racks and I could like look at what I've seen, which is very helpful. Um, or you can make lists. So funny lists I have are movies where Christopher Plummer has all the money in the world, including a movie called All the Money in the World. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of great stuff. And movies where protagonist cooks a meal so delicious it changes the hearts of everyone who eats it. Movies like Ratatouille and Paddington 2 and also First Cow. Yeah. Um, but that's why I keep my like list 2020 films. And there's still a lot of more movies that technically came out last year that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I don't know. Are you talk about... I know Maya doesn't care about movies. Ethan knows. My top five, this is going to change, but what was great? I really like the David Byrne concert movie. It's on HBO, M. You should watch it. Great. Yeah, I want to. Um, Palm Springs. Where did you see that? What is that? Oh, you you might like it. Um, is it Boston House? Yeah, it's really Boston House, actually. You know Groundhog Day? I've not seen it. Oh, you know the concept of a time loop? Mm. Oh, what Groundhog Day the movie is about? No, no. Okay, so this movie, Palm Springs, is about Andy Samberg and Kristen Malati, who are stuck at a wedding in a time loop or Andy Sandberg stuck in a time loop where every day he just relives the wedding. Oh, oh, so like, um, like Russian doll. Yes. 
Okay. Interesting. That's yeah, not Groundhog Day. <laughs> but yes, it's like Russian Doll, but more of a rom com, and it's good. Okay. Yeah. Good movie. Recommend it. That's cool. I'll watch that. That sounds actually up my alley. Yeah. Um. It's good. Anyway. Uh. What What are you thinking of the rest of the year? What's your twenty twenty one predictions? What's happening? Hey. Wait, 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 I thought you had more movies. Oh, I do, but you don't need, I think you go into them. Uh, no, I want to I hear the other two movies. Okay, so the other, my, the next, my top three is, um, uh, okay. is Mangrove, which is the Steve McQueen movie. It's He made five little movies. I need to watch those still. Um, Mangrove, I think, is the best. It's the first one. It's, it's about like a bar, a black bar in Britain in the 70s that was, you know, like... A lot of people were arrested there was some awful police incident and it's about like that and the trial and yeah that's good uh then the five bloods the spike lee movie the five bloods it was really good spike lee's kid chadwick boseman his last movie before he died that came out while he was still alive his other last movie is my number seven uh it's really good he's really interesting because in that he's like the dead it's about like these Vietnam vets going back, these black Vietnam vets going back at now um, because their like commander who was Chadwick Boseman died in Vietnam. And so they like remember him, but in, only in these flashbacks. And it's kind of very moving now because he, the character like never aged unlike everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And my number one, First Cow, best movie. It's about, Someone who brings a cow into uh, the, the Northwest Territory back in the, the olden days when there were prospectors out there and people in the wilderness. Um, and someone brings a cow in. It's really good. Uh, I read books. I forgot. What books do you like? So I actually read like five or six books that were published in 2020, which is a first for me. Um, I would say my favorite book that was published in 2020 that I read was The Vanishing Half, which I know you also read. Uh, It's just like masterfully done historical fiction and the intertwining of these different like family identity stories. Um, Really compelling, really beautifully written. Uh, You know, I, I was there were elements of mystery um, and then just like really touching romance. And um, it was like about a lot of different ways of relating to each other in the world, um, which I appreciated a lot. I love Um, it. It's really, really good. And then uh, I have a tie for favorite poetry book of 2020. which is between just us, which is sort of poetry. Uh, just between uh, just us is uh, the latest Claudia Rankine book, which is about her having conversations uh, with white people mostly, and s- sort of personal, private conversations about race in America. Um, and it's really interesting to see the way in which there are a lot of things that we we know um, and we understand about race in America, but we don't have like the data or the historical context for a lot of things that we just like know this is racist. 
um, but like how it started, what it happened. Um, and then also the conversations where she's like, hey, I'm gonna put you in my book that's about me having conversations with white people about their racism. Um, it's also like very interesting to see how people react to that. Um, and then the other one is uh, Obit by Victoria Chang, which is uh, a book of poetry all in the form format of obituaries. Um, and the author lost two parents within a decade, um, but they also had uh, degenerative diseases. Yeah. And um, she writes really interestingly about like parts of them that were and weren't there and parts of their relationship uh, that they lost in the course of those few years. Um, yeah, just really sad and really thoughtful. Uh, highly recommend that for anyone who wants to read more poetry. Shout out to friend of the pod, Eleanor Morgan, for recommending that. Ooh, okay. That's good. I want to read more poetry books. I have some. I'll sling them at you. All right. I have some books to return to Sophia. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to go into 2021 predictions or thoughts, or do you have another thing to discuss? Hmm? Yeah. So, what's what worth? What do you see happening this year? What's or what do you want to happen this year? In like, like, what's the the domain of this? Your uh, media, politics, eminent domain. Uh, I want to have a normal fall at Davidson. I am graduating a semester early. I would like the fall to be normal. Oh, yeah. Um, I will also probably be here that semester after the fall, being just a complete deadbeat and uh, working enough to pay my rent and then just hanging out, which is what I'm really, I'm looking forward to that factor. But I do, I, I don't know. I hope it's just like, Normal, I want to throw a party, you know? <laughs> I want to throw, I want to throw a five party. I want to throw a party. That's what I want. I'm, th I'm predicting and hoping for a party for 2021. Um, what else am I hoping for 2021? I'm going to try to steer clear of the whole, like, to, for me, 2021 is a series of, like, uh, various, like, academic deadlines of, like, applying to law school and um, applying for like fellowships and stuff. So I don't know. I hope I get accepted into some fun and cool things. Wow. Yeah. What's your goal for post-grad? What's your dream? I'm definitely doing law school. Um, yeah, I certainly... Haven't you seen the law poster? Oh, uh, I have another a, a side note for this later. Um, something that's actually very Boston Haas that's unrelated. So, so plans for law school. Um, I have, I sort of have a, like a loose list of some that I'm applying to. Um, mm. My absolute dream, I'm applying to, I think I'm going to apply to Harvard JDP in wow. the, in March or it start opens in March, ends in July. And it's like you apply in the spring and you get admitted, but you get admitted for a two year after for a two-year deferral yeah. so instead of starting fall 2022 i'd start fall 2024 
and then I would do something else cool in the meantime. That's cool. so far into the future. Yeah. I, yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> 2021 I have no predictions for because all of my predictions are beyond 2021 um and then I don't know I have some others that I'm applying to later in the cycle and I have some fellowships I'm looking into cool um yes huh moving on (laughs) me yeah what are your applying for okay I predict that, so we all know 2021 is the year of me dating. Um, I love to date now. I blind date, speed date. I, oh, actually, if anyone wants to set me up on a blind date, I think that would be really fun. And it's something I've never done. Um, I just want to do like all of the old fashioned ways of dating. Uh, Cause I think that it's, it, it's something to do. And I, I desperately need that. Um, okay, in 2021, uh, I'm, I'm trying to move with my friend Hayden uh, in the next two months. And uh, we were saying we would love to have like a little housewarming. And you know, if COVID does not permit, then we'll have an outdoor one. Uh, our, our goal was we really wanted to make like small individual finger foods because gone are the days of serving a bowl of chips and having everyone put the hands in the bowl of chip Uh, but uh, what is not gone is uh, making little puff pastry uh, like pear and blue cheese Haverford gallery opening food uh, and like tiny spanakopita uh, so that's something that I'm trying to do in 2021. I, I predict it's going to happen. I will make tiny spanakopita. That sounds amazing. Um, in terms of media, uh, I think Crypto Zoo is going to be the biggest movie of the year. It's going to be fucking huge. Jason Schwartzman and Michael Sarah are cryptozoologists. You're fucking kidding me. This is a fucking hit we have on our hands. Um, I think uh there's gonna be a lot of good music i I see this being a very good year for music um my prediction is that there is going to be a solo album from dan riggins uh of the band friendship um i also think that uh the julian baker album is going to be awesome and cole and i are just going to keep texting about it nonstop. And let's see, who is, I'm going to predict an Ezra Furman album. Um, yeah, I think I will finally, I, I, uh, I will watch more movies this year than I did last year because I now have a letterboxed and the pressure of the peers uh, that comes with the platform. Um, I will not get a TikTok account. No, you should. I love TikTok. Worth, okay, when I got a Letterboxd account and did not get a TikTok, because I've been thinking, do I want a TikTok? Do I not? I don't know. For the last, like, several months. But I am solidifying myself as as a young millennial Mm -hmm. rather than an old Gen Zer. That's a sad fate. <laughs> you already buy a millennial live long enough to see yourself on TikTok. 
I'm gonna die a millennial. Okay, we're uh, fuck Cole. <laughs> what are your predictions for 2021? I'm so sorry. I swear I know you're different people. Um, I'm gonna have hair. As a change. You're gonna what? All right. You keep moving around and also eating, so we can't hear you. Sorry, I've been eating cheese. <laughs> um, so, my creation for 2021. Aliens will arrive, but they won't tell anyone whose name isn't Dave. Settle on that, if you will. No, um, yeah, I think like Emily, I'd like to get into dating this year. So, shout out to all the all the potential people out there, if you want to set me up on a blind date, um, I won't even set each other up and then have it be a podcast. Sounds great. Someone else sets both of you up with someone and then you think it's someone, but then we really just set you up with each other as a gag. It's just the podcast, actually. This <laughs> worth this is what this is. <laughs> I don't know how you got here. <laughs> um, no, 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 but that means I'm the blind date of both of you. That's true. And yeah. what a wonderful blind date it is. You're blinded by my head. <laughs> <laughs> the sun beams down, bounces off. Um, let me think about what's going to happen because technology will become so powerful. <laughs> um, I think I will get surgery this year. Ooh, on what? Not no spoilers. That's uh, the prediction is generally I will get surgery this year. Getting my tonsils out. I don't know what it could be. You know, it could be the um getting your balls elongated. What am I pointing at? Your cheek. No, 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 under the cheek, up here. What's the thing? Wisdom teeth. teeth. Oh I got that. All right. I didn't know we're here to brag. Yeah, I have no wisdom teeth. Get fucked. <laughs> well, how are you going to get into like You are unwise. Yeah, I, I have no wisdom teeth, but I do have awesome wise. That's the only wise you got. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to have surgery this year. Um, I think I will watch fewer movies, unlike Emily, than I did last year, but I might read. No, I'm not going to read more. Um, what books? I think it's going to be pretty much the same as last year, but with less hope and with less money. Um, and <laughs> and uh, it's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> and with potentially less time outside, I don't know. Uh, I- I'm, I'm feeling very hopeful that we might be able to hang out in each other's houses in like the summer, potentially. But uh, 1.4 million Americans today. That's, oh boy, so that, okay. It's better than the previous. Right, but 1.4 million Americans means that everyone will be vaxxed in two years. <laughs> That's, that makes me, that just makes me worry <laughs> more. Okay, I'm gonna reschedule it for October. Um, an October surprise. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a year I'm gonna try and listen to things more carefully rather than just listening to a ton of music or watching a ton of TV movies just gonna be careful i'm gonna try and get a better worth work worth ethic worth ethic uh work ethic while i'm at home because i feel like at home worth is just waving at me and i don't want to do anything all day because worth's like hey oh 
Um, I just don't do anything. I'm going to try and write a screenplay. That's it. That's my one goal. That's that. That's it. And date. I'm going to go on at least two dates and write a screenplay. I have some more things for the year. Yeah. First, um, Cole's going to become a gamer and we're going to become gaming buddies. I'm already a gamer. Um, no, 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 no. But you're going to start playing Rogue Company with me and we're going to oh. be gaming buddies. That's prediction one. Prediction two is that I'm going to come to Philly at some point in the late fall. And when I'm there, I'm going to buzz both of your heads. Okay. Okay, here's my prediction. If you come to Philly. We're going to do shots with work. If I come to Philly in the month of October or November, we're doing shots with worth. If I come in November, I get to shave your heads. Okay, yeah. If Honestly, if you make it here, I'll let you shave my head. Worth, I'll already have a shaved head, probably. Well, you can't do that. I shave my head every three months. That's fair. Fine. Um... Yeah, I get to do Cole and mustache though. Cole and I will both have mustaches. Yeah, because it'll be November. Yeah, actually, maybe we'll do the thing where we like, like, we'll like leave like just the, this part of the chin. Yeah, a strap. I don't know. No, not like not like this, but just like this, like no mustache, nothing, just like this little piece. Huh. I think whatever it will look like, it's gonna be boss and hoss. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. It's gonna be boss and hoss. We can uh, we can have a boss and hoss. If I get to shave both of your heads, we'll do a joint boss and hoss Instagram post. You have to drink first. Well, yeah. If I'm not going to fuck up your haircut, then how could I cut your hair? Something that I was thinking the other day is that I would love to do shots with Worth and Ethan. Yeah. Have you I met like Ethan? I need more Ethan, Ethan time. I feel like Ethan and I would bond. Yeah. Oh God, I miss Ethan. I love you, Ethan. Ethan a lot. I miss Ethan so much. You know, I see Maya around, but uh, yeah, so I miss you too, but also I miss Ethan a lot. Love you, Ethan. Are they ever going to come back from DC? No, Ethan just applied to master's programs in DC. Damn. Guess I'm going to have to move to DC. Yeah. I'm going to become part of the blob. The blob. That's what they call the like this fear of like industrial defense think tank you know hmm. like dc like rotating people who i am in fact part of that blob Wait, have you have you not met ethan and basha in person no i have not okay they weren't in philly when worth came to philly and then there's the coronavirus it was very sad yeah sad But hopefully, hopefully one oh, day. I gotta go watch a movie. Sorry, you guys. Oh, plans. All right. Yeah, plans. Okay, it was wonderful potting with you both. Yeah. This was a wonderful blind date. I think we should do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, 2022. Okay. Do you have any idea what do you want the music to be? Intro, outro music? No. It's just going to be. Raja ding dong. Yeah, yeah. Ding dong. Ding dong. Oh, I forgot to do a music bit. I'll do it next time. You have okay. 30 seconds. Sing a song. Ah, okay. Here's what I figured out Hokey Pokey Hallelujah. Same number of syllables. So here we go. Okay. 
You put it in, you put it out, and then you shake it all about. The holy or the broken hokey pokey. Hokey pokey. You wanna hope? Hokey pokey. Broken my brain was. And that you said hokey pokey Halloween. My brain thought you heard hokey pokey Halloween. And I was like, I don't get that reference. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Uh, <laughs> all right, Worth, what do you want to say? Now it's just us. Hi. Goodbye, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the sweet tones of my voice on the air. <laughs> um, a, a, a warm, warm regards to the DC pod, which was truly so so kind to have me in the fall um i hope to return to both pods again in the future as a visiting guest um i i'm truly delighted at the opportunity and uh you know happy happy 2021 great to have you i hope to see you back here uh i i hope to i hope to be back all right and